Hey guys, welcome to our daily entertainment podcast, Chat with KST. I'm your host, Kay, and today we're going to be discussing a series of celebs and all the controversy that they have going on, controversies they have going on in their lives. We're also going to be discussing trending topics, and we're just going to like kind of just kick back and have some fun for the next hour together. Now, guys, I just want to give you guys a heads up. I'm not feeling the best. I'm a little bit sick, all right? So I got my water. I got my tissue. My nose is feeling stuffed up. My throat is feeling really messed up, but we're going to try to get through this together. And what I'm also going to be doing today, October the 20th, 2023 is introduce a new segment in the show which is going to be called quote of the day and today's quote of the day is by Mark Manson and what Mark Manson said was no one actually knows what the hell they're doing everyone is just working off their current best guess now I want to I want to remind you that we are all completely clueless in terms of um, what the hell we're doing. I think it was Kiki Palmer who said it a couple years back that hey, like we're just a bunch of kids um, roaming around. All right. As adults, we're just a bunch of kids roaming around as adults. So we're all clueless. And also remember that when you um, come up with something that, you know, sometimes it may not be the best. It may not be the best, but don't let that discourage you. Just let that be an opportunity to be open to new things. All right. Anyway, let's jump into these topics. Now, again, I am starting off this show talking about Little Baby. Something happened roughly around Sunday, Monday in regards to Little Baby. And yesterday's show, so basically I discussed the topic about Little Baby. I didn't quite get the full gist of the story. Yesterday we said we were going to discuss it, but because I had to run into work, we didn't get the chance to discuss it. Today... No if, ands, or buts. We are discussing the little baby rumors because we have to put them to an end. And if you can see the screen here, if you're watching here on YouTube, it is our fourth topic of the day. So it's it, we'll talk about it um, pretty soon. Pretty darn soon. Now, the first topic of today is about... Brittany Renner. Now, is there anyone who actually at some point in time really appreciated Brittany Renner's honesty, um, thought process, and how she was just giving it up? Because I can honestly say I used to, even though she she was like the person who wanted to say hey I slept with all these people all these rappers all these basketball players I did this I did that 
and one would want to say hey she has no respect for herself because she's like putting all this information out and this is what she chose to do by sleeping with all these different people so why would I respect her but I feel like when you're looking at a person you have to look at a person wholeheartedly you can't just look at a person's a portion of a person's life and then surmise that hey this is who you are if you want to get to know someone you have to know them for a period of time right and see how they show up when things are good when things are difficult see how they show up when there are changes going on in their lives and things that they have to adjust to and I think Brittany Rayner as she is growing up is going through a new phase of her life and I think she's showing up in that phase of life very differently than she did before before she was the fun party girl who didn't care that she 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 liked this she slept with celebrities but she she had a one thing she had was a good head on her shoulders she understood um mentally and emotionally what the implications of what she was doing were she understood the lifestyle that she was choosing and she chose it wholeheartedly and kind of told everyone fuck you for um trying to judge her for it right now as of late Brittany Rayner has been on these different podcasts and shows now this show I think um is it like the new basketball wives or something I'm definitely gonna look into it and see what show it is that Brittany Renner is on but on this show I just think she's making a fool of herself but again it's not the first time recently that we've actually seen Brittany Renner making a fool of herself she made a fool of herself the other day when she was down at some podcast with Charleston White now here she goes again and I get it drama sells cells um things like this sell however I feel like Brittany Renner with the with the Ed wishing it up on our shoulders or with the we oh she processed things I didn't think she would stoop to this level I, I would think she would have the mental cap- capacity to understand that this was like kind of beneath her but you know what? Let's just listen to this clip. Um, if you guys are wa- listening to this on the podcast, of course, you're only going to be able to hear the clip. If you're watching this and wanting to see the visuals, you can always catch that on YouTube. Okay, really, this isn't what I signed up for, and this is not what I expected. Last time I've seen most of these ladies was at the dinner with Shawnee, so I haven't had a whole lot of fun coming around Jackie's friends. You're shaped like a little boy, I, and you're a whore. No! Listen, get her out. We're getting kicked out. We have to go. When they get like this, police will come and you will be arrested. My state of mind and the way that I react to things is so different because I have terrible anxiety from the death of my daughter. And all I can see is red. I don't know why her and I ended up in that situation. All I know is that I am focused on getting my lick back. Mm, Brittany Renner, she's so problematic. 
you're drunk and you're sloppy. Sloppy? Yeah, you're drunk and you're sloppy. sloppy. Yeah, what? I want to talk to what? the surgeon then. Go ahead. You got flappy titties. You need a surgeon. Hey, guess what? I'm natural. You look like a little boy. Okay, really. All right. So what I'm trying to do here is find out the show um that she's a part of yes i i think it is absolutely basketball wives but anyway uh, um you guys know these reality tv shows where a group of girls to get together where their personalities we are emo um we are women we can be very very emotional and our personalities can be very um dynamic and it it's it's a lot to kind of um get along when you're in certain situations right so i feel like anyone who signs up for reality tv if you don't understand that hey some drama is gonna go down that's what it is you are a complete you guys are completely different people put into an environment where it is made for destruction right so what's gonna happen destruction Anyway, so Brittany Renner is arguing with this girl on Basketball Wives. The girl says, hey, you look like a little boy. And they're going back and forth. What I surmise from this, Brittany Renner needs a check, okay? She needs a check. She's growing up. I feel like as she's growing up, she's kind of realizing that, hey, I, I need to have some kind of foundation right I think she's understanding that she needs to have something more that she stands on however I think she chose the wrong avenue um I would have loved to see Brittany Renner take the approach of using her brains to um help people and to teach people all the things that she knows, but instead she chooses to dumb down herself and argue on reality TV shows. So anyway, that's how the cookie crumbles for Britney. Um, Shannon Sharp, according to It's On Site, says, if you order lobster, lobster while on a date with him, just know that comes with a happy ending for him. Shannon Sharp, you've lost your fucking mind, but you know what? Let's go. The server comes back and says, okay, you ready to order? I'm like, yeah. So I got, think I got something probably cost like $30, $40. Yeah. And so, Ocho, she got the menu and she just looking. I'm like, well, damn, what she gonna order? She say, uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what go with, what go with lobster. I say condoms. I said, because if you order that, we're going to have sex tonight. Needless to say, she didn't order that, and I never saw her again. <laughs> I ain't got bread like that, Ocho. You man, you get me on here, Ocho. I get on here with you, man. I was supposed to take this to my grave, man. Ocho, this was a... My thing is, excuse me, Shannon Sharp. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Um, who the hell are you? Now, real quick before I um, give my commentary on this, I was kind of checking out the, the comments like I normally do um, as I sit down here. And it says, and someone says, 
the podcast is really exposing him in a different light and I don't like it. Another person says, I'm tired of Shannon. Why do y'all feel so entitled to our bodies? Now, real quick, that is what Shannon Sharp had to say. Now, I'm the type of person, I like Shannon Sharp. I'm not the biggest Shannon Sharp fan, so I am not too um, familiar with like the keeping up of his life. However, 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 any man that tells me that if I choose to order lobster, I got to give up this na 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 um, yeah, I'm doing the same thing that this the other girl's doing. I am not ordering lobster, or even if I order lobster, I'm gonna pay for it myself. And I'm out never to talk to you ever again. Excuse me. What? Like, and then you know what? He carries himself like this person that mash ants. I'm going like him can't mash ants and I saw him one. And um, that's basically saying in Jamaica in um Patwa that he acts like he can't he can't crush a fly. Like the way he dresses, the way he speaks, the way he articulates. He acts like he can't crush a fly, but walks around with um values as this one. And I don't know, why don't people check people when they start talking like this? Like, even um, Ocho Cinco sitting right there, like, my dude, say something. Be like, nah, like, you're wilding. You know, like, you, you don't have to even, like, say it in a disrespectful manner. But, like, yo, nah, you're a little wilding, Shannon. You know, just to put him on guard, like, that's not cool, you know? But anyway, Little Meech says, Every time I think I got a little boo, God slapped my neck with his sandal. I mean, Michi, you're young, you know. Um, I don't think you need to settle down right now. I don't think little Meech is ready to settle down. If little Meech was ready to settle down, he would have settled down with Summer Walker or one of the many other women that is available and ready to him um yeah i don't think i'm gonna really blame the women um for god slapping you with his sandal little meach now the little baby story here it is okay this is what we um need to go over for the past two days now i'm the type of person i'm gonna be very frank with you um i keep up with the celebrities and stuff like that however there are certain platforms that i'm just not on or i'm just not active so something can get by me okay so this story we talked about two days ago and basically, little baby comes out and says, y'all got to stop using my name and likeness when y'all get bored. Then the extreme motherfuckers go too far. Clout is sick. Ain't no mystery in my history on no level. This my last time addressing any kind of dumb shit for clickbait. Um, 
So I thought this was like in reference to his history that he has had with, you know, with the sweeties of this world, with the Christians, with the blue faces, you know, people who kind of like Cardi says, do anything for clout, bring somebody's name into a situation, name drop, you know, like I, I thought, hey, you know what, that's what this whole little baby fiasco is about. That's what his tweet is about. Little baby is normally quiet. So that he just like, yo, leave him alone, right? Absolutely not. I was wrong. Dead wrong. In my tracks, wrong. Wrong on all levels, okay? What little baby was actually referring to in this tweet was an alleged leak. Leaked video an alleged leaked video where he was being videoed performing oral sex on another man now this video has gone viral it's trending on twitter it was trending on twitter with a guy literally slobbing like slobbing all over another man um and people alleged and said that that was little baby now i'm going to be quite frank that is not little baby um in that video i feel like like People take things and if two people look alike and one person get caught doing this, it'll be funny just to say it's this person. But I feel like they don't know the how badly they're ruining someone's reputation. They don't understand how um, how messed up it can be for somebody else especially being in the rap industry, especially being the rapper that he is, the rapper of his caliber. He can't, not that he can't, but, okay. So what I'm trying to say is any rumors about little baby being gay or bisexual should never exist around little baby because little baby has said that he is a straight man right and i will not entertain any rumors that come out and say that that says otherwise unless it comes from the horse's mouth i'm not entertaining it because we like to as a community put these things on certain people and be like oh you're this you're doing that behind closed door you're that you're this and you're that and it can get really fucked up for the next person in their world imagine little baby being a straight man um now his name is being called on some video people who haven't even seen the video watched the video heard the video automatically now thinks that little baby is bisexual or gay right that fucks with his sales that fucks with his streams that fucks with everything else especially because it's a lie so i'm not going to entertain this lie i just want to say um i don't think that little baby is 
it um is gay or interested in um men in any way shape or form i do feel like he is a heterosexual man and until he tells me otherwise i'm not going to pay attention to the videos that are circulating online so that is what little baby was saying when he says people were doing things for clout he wasn't talking about the other things that i had mentioned before so kevin gates is letting his daughter learn to drive without wearing a seatbelt. um <laughs> so he says i don't raise puss let me play this clip street shit street shit <laughs> you got it come on man i'm telling you you got it you got it baby. just like you try the other shit Come on, keep straight. Come on the curve, just like that. Come on the curve. You got this bitch, East. That car gonna stay in their lane, you stay in your lane. He gonna get in our lane, and you gonna stop at this stop sign right here. Just slow down a little bit, and ease on the brake when you get there. There you go. There you go. There you go. Go ahead. All right, so um, that was a video clip for those of you who are listening to this on the podcast, the audio podcast. That was just a video clip of Kevin Gates teaching his daughter, who I want to tell you seems very young very very young she does not seem like she's the age of 15 16 17 she seems younger i want to say maybe like 12 13 um he's teaching her how to drive and people are like hey she doesn't even have on a seatbelt." however i'm not even worried about the seatbelt. what i want to say is at the age of 12 13 however old this young lady is um i don't think she belongs around a steering wheel i feel like yes we do have a government and a system where they do um implement unnecessary laws rules restrictions and guidelines but hey there are certain laws, rules, restrictions, and guidelines that guide us as people and prevent us from doing stupid, silly shit, right? And I think having an age limit on being able to get a learner's permit and stuff of that sort is a realistic thing, okay? Now, I know I understand that back in the day, people used to drive from whatever age and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand all of it. However, in today's society, she is not a girl that has to learn how. She's not a person who has to learn how to drive. She has a rich father. I feel like wait until she get her learner's permit. Wait until she's 16. Not now run goena. Nothing is not running anywhere. Nothing um, is going to happen before it's supposed to. Just 
you know, time isn't going to run out. It's not going to expire. You're always going to have the moment to teach your princess how to drive. Just make sure that you're doing that safely, dog. Like, first of all, she doesn't have a learner's permit because she's probably way too young for it. Secondly, she's way too young to be behind that wheel. Thirdly, she doesn't have a seatbelt on. God forbid she makes the wrong move. You and her get fucked. You know what I mean? So I just feel like sometimes we have to allow our brains to work and understand that, hey, you know what? This may not be the smartest decision. I get that. I want to do this and I want, you know, me and my daughter to bond, but I'm going to just wait two, three more years and we'll still be able to have the moment. Of course, we become overjoyed. You know, we, we want to bond with our kids, teach our kids things through what we've learned. I'm not going to knock him for that. Like right now, I feel like you're being a great father by wanting to teach your daughter how to drive because some fathers won't even look at their daughters, you know? So the fact that you have that inkling of wanting to do that kudos to you but just be be safe be safe with it and I have a daughter and that's how I gotta be talking to her father like dude be wanting to do everything under the sun and I'm like yo like at least like make sure she's good and don't get me wrong I get it 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 does toughen up the children um in a way but at what expense like an accident can happen like that you know but anyway let's move on according to the neighborhood talk Megan the Stallion praises Cardi B for giving her creative freedom when working on songs her ego ain't too big she's not a woman that's scared to say you're right now I love it I love it I love it I love to see the Megan the Stallion and Cardi B like collaboration i love to see their friendship now i do know like all friendships there are going to be some shady moments which i think these two have had over the years but overall megan the stallion coming out speaking highly of her experience with cardi b is an amazing thing and it shows that she appreciates the opportunity that cardi b has given her over the years and also cardi b kudos to you because a lot of people in the industry um tend to say this about her that hey it is a good thing a good experience to work with her now i'm sorry this is an entertainment podcast so we we're gonna get into the mess um i do want to ask the question right i do feel like Sometimes people who work with Cardi B, um, who speak on their experience and, you know, it being awesome and stuff like that is a genuine experience as in this situation with Megan Thee Stallion. But sometimes I wonder if it's just all a plot twist to continue to uh, carry out this narrative that, you know, Onika isn't someone good to work with because again Megan has worked with Onika and I haven't seen her said this 
this about her, you know? So sometimes you wonder, hey, hey, is this person trying to shade Onika by lifting up Cardi B or is it a genuine moment? I do feel like it is a little bit, I feel like it is a genuine moment with a splash of shade, right? It's always a splash of shade. And you know what? I caught it. (laughs) I caught it. Now, according to the neighborhood talk, there was this story um, with an off-duty pilot who attempts to turn off the engines mid-flight and he's now facing 83 charges of attempted murder. Let's listen to what the new news broadcast, Fox 13, had to say. Sitting just behind the captain and the first officer on the flight deck, people on that flight managed to subdue that pilot before anything happened. No one was hurt, and all the passengers on board got a travel voucher, but uh, a very, very tense ride and some tense moments on board that flight yesterday. We continue to follow that here. We just got some new information about this story we told you at the top of the hour. Yeah, the off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot accused of trying to shut down the engines of a plane mid-flight is facing 83 counts of attempted murder. That's according to CNN. Now, the flight took off from Everett yesterday evening. It was headed to San Francisco when it was diverted to Portland, where it landed safely. And thankfully. Now, the Seattle Times reporting that the pilot was sitting just behind the captain and the first officer on the flight that... People on that flight managed to subdue that pilot before anything happened. No one was hurt and all the passengers on board got a travel voucher, but uh, a very. David Emerson, 44. What in the bumbling hell is wrong with you? What is wrong with people? What goes on in their minds? Why would you ever want to turn off the engines mid-flight? Now, it sounds like you have a death wish. Now, my question to you is, why are you trying to take everybody else with you? Why? If you, Mr. David Emerson, have a death wish, look. I'm not I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to stop you. You know, if you're trying to, you know, meet your creator early, then have fun. But don't drag me and all these other people along with you. And that's how I feel. Like people be it's like people be having they they stuff going on. And they wanna they wanna drag you into it. What you what you dragging me into it for? You you wanna off yourself, off yourself. Do it on your own time. Do it on your own time. But but don't include me into it. And that's how I'm feeling. Like David, boy, bye. <laughs> like, get out of here. Uh, you know what? If you are on, uh, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, of course you can't see this, but basically, um, Tyga literally has his naked ass, um, his naked tatted ass on the beach. 
And he says, my presence is a present. And then dot, 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 kiss my ass. And he's naked on the beach with both ass cheeks tatted. Um, Tyga, I wouldn't kiss that ass if you paid me. Um, But yeah, this is what's currently going on with Tyga. Just wanted to give you guys that update. All right. Speaking of Tyga, we're going to talk about Black China and her finances. So according to Hollywood Unlocked, Black China's finances have been revealed in the custody battle with Tyga. So the Hollywood Unlocked got this screenshot from the Daily Mail and it says Black China finances revealed an ugly custody battle with Tyga. Court docs reveal how much she earns per month and just how much she really has in savings. The document was submitted as a part of her efforts to have Tyga pay for some of her custody battle expenses. China, 35, is seeking $125,000 from Tyga, 33, for her legal bills and to have his finances examined. The documents revealed that China earned around 71K in September, but typically makes around 32K a month. Surprisingly, she has just 11K in savings. However, her property she owns is worth 1.5 million. All right. Um, I'm just looking. Hold on one second. Let me see what this is. You look rich. Um, you definitely have red bottoms on matching your red outfit. Your hair is always laid. You have the big white cars, all the big white mansion. And then I saw online you said you make three thousand dollars or you have three thousand dollars. Are you trying to avoid are you trying to avoid a payment on something? No, what I said was clarify and, that because when my what, what I what I said was Angela White is broke. And they asked me what did I have in my checking account, and I said three thousand. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Wait, Angela White's checking account is three thousand, but Black China's Black China is account that's connected Black to China the closet, OnlyFans, Lash. that's connected to all the businesses, that's paying all the cars, the house, and all that. It has she yeah. has coins? Yeah. So why is Angela White broke? It just happens that way. Yeah. Yeah. Is somebody coming after Angela White? Because if somebody was coming after Jason <laughs> Lee. <laughs> Jason Lee would have a thousand dollars and a happy meal because I know. All right. So um, I kind of just wanted to examine um, all the information that um, Hollywood Unlocked had on this situation dealing with black China's finances. Now, I am one to believe that a person's finances is just as private and as personal as one's sex life. So what that means to me is if I'm not a part of it, it's it's none of my business. If I'm not a part of your finances, if we're not business partners, your finances is not my business. If I'm not in the bed with you, um, what you do in it is none of my business. As it relates to Black China's finances, I do feel like um, 
celebrities sometimes don't have as much money as one would estimate them to have right we'll say oh this person is you know they probably make like a million they probably make like a million every month or something and it's like oh no this person doesn't make that right um I don't feel like black China's finances are so bad to the point that you'd be like oh well how can you have all these different expensive things I feel like what she makes for the month is appropriate for who she is, right? Um, in addition to that, I also feel like because she is going in for the custody battle, there is kind of a tweak to those finances to maybe make her seem more needing of additional cash flow so that the judge can reward her even more money that's also a possibility so i like when it comes to celebrities their lives and when you're looking at the information i feel like when you're looking at the information you're only seeing surface you gotta see beneath the surface why is black china only making 31k a month right is this accurate what what is her goal is she trying to garner more money okay if she walked up in there and said she was making 200k a month would she get the money that she's looking for so is this strategy or is this the truth and if it is the truth that she does make this um 31k a month is it bad for for who she is i mean you know what let me not say that part that part that i was about to say (laughs) we're gonna reel back in on that part but let's move on now erica bean opens up about her 2013 affair with dj envy says she never knew she he was married but had kids but had but he had kids it's more common where we come from to have kids you just gotta you know you just got a baby mama or daddy so let's listen to what erica mina has to say mind you i have a kid but I have a baby daddy. And it's more common where we come from to have kids, but you're not married. You just got a baby mama or a baby daddy. So I knew about the kids and it was always told to me as his kid's mother. Never wife. And I didn't get that realization until I got the phone call. From the wife? From the wife. She called you. Mm-hmm. I bet they didn't say that on the radio. DJ Envy's wife called you. And said what? Um, hi, this is Gia Casey. Is this Erica Mena? I said yes. She was like, Are you and Rashawn? And I'm like, Rashawn? I'm like, who's this? His wife. And I remember this day because I was in New York City with a friend of mine. It was her birthday, and Envy was DJing that night. So we were actually getting ready at a hotel for my friend's birthday to meet up with him, who's DJing in the city to enjoy her birthday. That was like such, so coming out, okay. And then I just left King's father. This was my first relationship from that. And right away, he showered me with money, gifts, trips. Envy did. Yeah. How did you meet him? 
uh, through a mutual friend at a strip club called Jersey Girls. Yeah, he was a DJ every night. I was hosting that night. That's how we met. And he approached you. Well, a, fr a mutual friend. Okay. I saw him in the DJ booth. I was like, damn, he's cute. And I told the girl that we're mutual friends with. And she's like, oh, that's my brother. Come here. And even not even she told me he was married. Did she know he was married? I mean, Envy never walked around with rings or anything like that. You know what's the real key key? I've actually partied with the whole breakfast club right before they got the actual breakfast club. It was like the lead up. Partied with all of them. Charlamagne and Angelie. Oh, Angelie. Oh, girl, Angelie done had a few shots with the weirdo. <coughs> she called you a weirdo? No, I'm calling her one. Oh, you're hanging out with him. Some of the breakfast yeah, club people. So, no, no, no. Let's go back. Go ahead. I call him. I literally, when she said his wife, I hung the call Envy. And he's panicking. Please don't say nothing. I have to save half of everything. She's taking, she's going to try to take away everything from me. Please, 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 please. I have to try to just don't say anything. Don't pick up no calls. Da, 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 da. So I'm over here. I've never been in this situation. Here's this man that's been dolting over me, showering me. You know, I'm starting to fall for him. I spent a lot of time with him. Like he, this man done flew me and all my friends out to Miami. We did, we were living our best lives up and down New York City, holding hands. Like we were very public. Like, yeah, very public. Proudly. Obviously, I feel like your first scandal was people said you were a mistress in DJ Envy's marriage. Yeah, because that came out right when I got on Love & Hip Hop. And we had just broken up because the wife found out, which I was totally oblivious. I knew about the kids. Mind you, I have a kid, but I have a baby daddy. And it's more... All right. So, Erica Mina was basically asked about her whole um, DJ envy um experience so i feel like there's a lot to dissect with this situation right now one dj envy he's been getting a lot of flack in the media lately for one second sorry about that but he's been getting a lot of flack in the media lately for it potentially allegedly being a scammer and scamming people out of their houses and stuff like that. So I feel like he's been getting a lot of negative press. So to even compile this onto that and him like lying to his wife and then him like telling Erica Mina like, hey, she's going to take half of everything. Like, just shut up. I think that's even more negative press for DJ Envy. So he's going to have to sit on that because that's the, the bet that he laid out for himself. Erica Mina, I find myself um, battling between two truths, right? Where I feel like, Erica Mina, why now are we talking about DJ Envy? Um, and I get it. She was asked about it in an interview, but I'm saying, why weren't you asked about this before? Why weren't you more vocal about this before? This happened in 2023. We, I mean, 2013. We're in 2023. That was 10 years ago. Right? So it's like, what relevance does that have in today's society? 
And the other truth would be, you know what, everyone have their experiences and sometimes we don't feel comfortable to be vocal about what we're going through while we're going through it. However, when time has elapsed and has passed, then we are more comfortable with speaking on it, especially with Erica Mina, just going through what she went through with love and hip hop. Um and Spice and her being kicked off the show for this season. So I do feel like she she also needs that that kind of moment to um kind of sort of be the victim again and put herself back out there so she can, you know, um garner whatever she needs to garner to to make her money, right? So I feel like it's a mixture of a lot going on in this puzzle piece. I don't feel like Erica Mina just woke up like, hey, I want to talk about DJ Envy. You know what I mean? Because people have brought it up for years and she has chosen to not speak on it, right? So it's like, you know, it's like coinkadink, you're obviously speaking on it now. But um overall, how I'm feeling about the whole thing, not about how about um the fact that she spoke on it um erica mina being a mistress is her choice even though she didn't know that she was the mistress or whatever the case may be even if she knowingly entered into that situation that's what she was. That's the position she played. And now she's no longer playing it. If anyone is supposed to be wrong in this situation, it would be DJ Envy for balancing out both. Um, I do feel like that was a time period where people did feel the need to cheat. Whereas in today's society, there is a different approach that's really going to these relationships when the man wants to introduce a third person. They either explore polygamy or they explore, you know, bringing someone else into the bedroom or whatever. So I just feel like um, there are different ways to do what DJ Envy did in today's society so I'm not gonna like I feel like basically I don't want his wife to hear this and then be like oh you know what DJ Envy like I'm done da -da -da -da. this happened 10 years ago right so again this has a lot of moving pieces going on with it but you know what um there we have it speaking of DJ Envy and everything he has going on with his life. Remember, I just mentioned, you know, the whole Erica Mina situation and the fact that he's been, his name is being called on some scams, right? So there was, uh, according to Megan Cuniff, DJ's envy, DJ Envy's lawyer maintains his innocence in this fraud case. Her specific words were, I just got off the phone with DJ Envy's lawyers, Massimo D'Angelo, who says DJ Envy is one of Caesar Pina's Pannonzi's scheme victims. Obviously, Envy is going to be assisting and cooperating fully to get not only his money back, 
but money back for the other victims. D'Angelo says Envy invested 500K into Pina, but did not get any money back. He paid out he paid out subsequential sums similar to similar to some of the other investors who thought they were getting the money back. Now, um, that's what the lawyer is saying is happening today or has happened today. Now, let's listen to this video clip. MJ? Today, ProStyle came. This is this is your first time picking up rent, right? First time Ooh. picking up these joints. Ooh. So we don't want to see the names uh, on the checks, but yeah. Ooh. First time picking up rent, and that's what it's all about. When I tell you about creating generational wealth, that's what it is. I picked up. This is some of my rent. He owes me some more. His rent is picked up. Just getting started, baby. And that's what it's about. ProStyle jumped into the game. How many houses you bought? Uh, three. About to hopefully close on the fourth one. This guy is trying to get more houses than me. He's going to start speaking at the seminar. We're going to be at like 12, 16 units real Oof. soon. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what it's about, teaching and learning how to do it. And that's what we're about, man. So I want to see you guys at the next seminar, February 23rd in Las Vegas. If you're on the West Coast, I want to see you there. It's at the Golden Nugget. All right. So um, that was the video clip of DJ Envy talking about receiving money. For the house. So. Um, is D DJ Envy um, innocent in all of this? I don't feel that way. How I am feeling. Is that DJ allegedly is a part of all of this. However. Like many things, when shit hit the fan, you got to pull yourself out. You got to pull yourself out. You know, it's eat or get eaten. So DJ Envy is choosing to just choosing self-preservation over his business relationship. And I mean, it's obvious, right? I think it's pretty obvious at this point what's um, happening with DJ Envy. But good luck to DJ Envy. He needs to go to church this weekend and pray some of this, whatever the hell is going on with him, off of him. Congrats to Jada Alexis. Um, she signs a record deal with Columbia Records. Excuse me. What? Columbia Records. You know what? Raise your hand if you work for Milk Music. Raise your hand. Raise your glass if you work for Milk Music in this motherfucker. You feel me? Raise your glass if you work for Milk Music in this motherfucker. Cheers to me. Cheers. Let's go. All right. So 
Um, I'm about to go and I'm about to go on Amazon. And I want those people who are watching me on YouTube to see my face. So let me kind of look. Look at me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Amazon. And I'm going to buy those little booths, those little box booths where you have a mic and you have the little styrofoam. Well, not even styrofoam. You have that, the little, the little thing around it, the little cover around it or whatever to kind of compress the, the vocals and stuff like that. And I'm going to start rapping. When you see me rapping, I want you to know the reason why I'm rapping is because of this. This right here. I said this yesterday. Just a month ago, she was on stage doing, I don't know what. Now she got a record deal. When y'all see me on that mic, check 212. Um, understand that Jaden Alexis inspired me to do this. Because if she can suck that bad, have a viral song a month later, and has a record deal all in one month, it's the same year. You know what? I'm sleeping on myself. I am sleeping on myself is what I have to say. But nonetheless, like I said before, congratulations. Um all the fun and games aside, I do feel like anyone who works hard and is about their bag and it's about their money and is out there getting it should go out there and get in it and, and go get it. I should I should say, um, Jaden literally has improved, and even though I don't like the way how she shows up in the relationship with her and Krishan. Um, I can still say, hey, how she is showing up musically and improving and constantly trying and stuff like that. It shows girt. It shows hard work. So, I mean, let's see. Let's see what happens with Jaden's career. All right. So according to the neighborhood talk, Tiny asked her followers to raise 60K for a celebrity bodyguard who was sentenced to one year in jail in Dubai for protecting Trey Stantz. I have so many questions by this title. So I'm going to read through it all because for one tiny why are you raising money for Trayson's bodyguard why can't Trayson raise money for his own bodyguard better yet why can't Trayson just give the bodyguard the 60k that he needs but let's let's move on right um I digress exclusive U.S. bodyguard working for Trayson's is sentenced to a year in jail in Dubai after he stepped in to protect the R&B star from being attacked. So now this is what um Tiny had to say. This is her her call or cry for help um in the body in the bodyguard situation. She says, "We're asking for your help. 60k is what we are trying to raise to bring champ back to the states this situation is unfortunate and he does not deserve to be treated any kind of way for doing his job 
He is a family man and loving father and a loving father who deserves to be with his loved ones. To donate, the link is posted in my stories. Thank you. Bring Champ home. My thing is, y'all rich people be thinking y'all slick. Y'all really, really be thinking y'all are slick. All right. So, like I mentioned before, I don't know the correlation between Tiny and um, Tresance. I don't know the correlation. Uh, maybe they're friends behind the scenes. I don't know. So, I'm not even going to say that, right? However, Tiny has chosen to do this good deed by um, reaching out to the public. My thing is, you said, let me pull this thing back up. You said that this is an unfortunate situation and he does not deserve to be treated any kind of way just for doing his job. Now, my question to you is, when you guys decide to hire these security guards and you decide to vet them, do you not train them on foreign policies? Do you not train them on the way things are going to be before you decide to go to another, an, an entirely different country? I feel like anyone, whether you are a celebrity, a regular person, whoever you may be, if you choose to travel outside of your country and go to someone else's country, that is foreign grounds. You need to know what what's going on over there. You need to know their guidelines, their rules, their policies. You need to know what they're going to accept and tolerate. Don't think because um, your country accepts, tolerate, and do things a certain way. That's how they're going to do it in the next country. There's a saying, when you go to Rome, you do as the Romans do. So before traveling to someone else's um, country, if you take nothing else from this podcast um, thing, like we are like we're in 2023 people are traveling people are doing their thing thing people are stepping into you know into into who they are and of course people are going to travel things hit the fan no do your research about where it is that you're going now again your words tiny he is a family man and a loving father who deserves to be with his loved ones. Now, my friend, if he deserves to be with his loved ones, why don't you, T.I. and um, Trey Songs, dig up and find 60K to get this man out? Oh, he's he doesn't he doesn't deserve to be out anymore. Oh, when it's at your expense. That's why I say these celebrities are slick. Every time something hits the fan, they run to the fans to fix it. No, show that you are a caring, compassionate, kind person. Your employee got hit with something while they were on company's time. It is the company's job to. Fix it. It's not 
our it's not our job as the fans to donate. Now, would it be nice if some people can donate and they they have the ability to donate? Absolutely. But I feel like if the fans are going to donate, it should be towards the betterment of this man's life. So what that means is Tiny Ti and Trey Sons come up with the money to get this man out of whatever situation they done left him in in Dubai and then have a fundraiser so that okay the fans will help him bless him when he gets back into the country so that he can be like okay I went through this but it wasn't all for nothing he can feel the love and the support from the fans you raise another 50k another 60k you give this man that in his hand and he can do whatever he will and assist his family and of course if you have anything backed up or whatever he can assist he can assist in that way that is charity work that i'd be a part of but stop expecting fans to and again i'm not trying to drag tiny because tiny's not the first person to do this this is something that i constantly see celebrities do you guys run to celebrities to fix i mean you guys run to the fans to fix your problems no fix your own problem show that you're a good person and when you show that you're a good person, we'll carry the rest. Okay? All right. Let's move along. And again, I don't even know why she's the one that's doing this and Trey Sons is not up here. Maybe because his name is being called on some other woman that he done did whatever he did to. Anyway, let's move on. According to the Neighborhood Talk gasp text messages show dwight howard's convo with man who accused him of sexual assault um it says i'm not gay i'm just a little nasty thinking about that meat i want it now so for those of you who weren't here yesterday um dwight howard has come out of the closet um I don't think that's something that he wanted to do. I think it's something that he had to do due to the allegations against him. Um, do I think he is guilty? Uh, not really. I feel like everyone kind of sees a money grab and they choose to jump at it. So... Let me see if I can't even see this thing, right? So what's this? Saturday, these are, these are the text messages. So Saturday, May the 29th at 9, 10 a.m. Devil faces, right? The other person says, sub sexy, nothing, you. And the other person says, shit, just starting my day off, about to shower in a few. The other person gives the eyes. The other person says, I got you with the tongue sticking out. What you got planned for today? The other person says, you and ATL, we, we can play today. The other person says, yeah, I stay in ATL. Um, been doing some modeling here in Chicago. How about you? And what's up? Good luck, sexy. So, um, the other person says ATL and Philly. And he says, thank you. Now, I can't really see the screen to tell you who is saying exactly what. But I'm pretty sure when we get to the part of, you know, the person not being gay, 
Um, he's just trying to have some fun. We'll be able to tell at that point who is saying what. So this person says, got you. I'll be in New York next month, but should be back in Atlanta, Atlanta after that. Oh, that's what's up. The other per- Then the other person said, oh, that's what's up. Um, the, the other- Oh, God, this is weird saying the other person, but I'm going to just read it. So not sure who, not sure when you're free, but would love to link. And then they ask, who am I talking to? I'm Steven, my bad, my man IG. Hmm? All right, so I'm not even understanding these text messages. They're like, if you can see them on YouTube, they're in black and white. And I could like barely see who's texting who. Um, These receipts, I feel like they be accurate, but you got to look through it. My thing is, if he really indeed said this, which according to the Neighborhood Talk, he did indeed say this. Um, it does shed light on the fact that Dwight Howard is indeed bisexual. Um, and again, I don't really care about Dwight Howard's sexual preference. It's not it's none of my business. However, I did do some research yesterday, and it does seem as if the this wasn't the first, these weren't the first allegations against Dwight Howard for being gay. Um, there are things stemming back four years ago, 13 years ago. So, um, yeah, I, I would just say it's probably just a shocker to us as fans, but, um, maybe something that he's been living his whole life. Now, I'm not going to read those text messages because I can't see them. And, but now I'm going to and they are try understand this because, the white don't lock up in a basket well already, literally and figuratively. And him need for just try figure him we out out of it. So, um, let's move on. According to the neighborhood talk, oop, woman who accused Jonathan Majors for strangling her is officially charged with assault in connection to the incident. Majors allows a, 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 a Majors always alleged he was the victim. All right. So Jonathan Majors, amazing actor. Um, I've never seen any Jonathan Majors movies, but this is what I am hearing, that he's a good actor and his reputation has now been ruined because of this young lady and her allegations of assault. Many things have been ripped apart and ripped out of his life um, due to this, just to find out that she may have even been the aggressor. I feel like it is a bad situation to be a part of when you are just starting out your career and you're just kind of getting your feet wet just for someone to make certain allegations against you and literally ruin everything that you were working towards. I think he should definitely um, bring up a lawsuit against her um, when all of this dies down. I think lying on someone falsely saying certain things just to garner attention, fame, clout, 
whatever it is um, to bribe, blackmail, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever your intention intentions are behind doing it, it's wrong. And I think people should stop getting away with these things. So good luck to Jonathan Majors. Now, we remember a while back, um, Tyler Perry was trying to obtain BET, but the bidding war didn't go too well. Well, this is what Tyler Perry had to say. He said he won't consider buying BET again because the entire bidding process was disrespectful. Don't try to get me to buy, um, to pay for something that's not worth anywhere near the value. I mean, look. you should know what you are going to pay for, right? And if we're um, looking at numbers, right? When he says that he doesn't want to pay something, pay for something that isn't worth that, they wanted three mil and um, he had two. He said, not that he had to, he said, I'm giving you, no, I said two, I said, did I say three mil? I am sorry, three billion. Okay, that's how you know I'm a nine to five chick because the B didn't even register when I read it. So they wanted three billion, let me correct myself. And um, he only was going to offer them two billion. My thing is Tyler Perry, you got money. Um, You got money, honey. And I feel like Tyler Perry should stand on what he believes. Tyler Perry has never been one to conform. Tyler Perry always said it. When they refused me a seat at the table, I went and I created my own. I feel like Tyler Perry is someone who has built his success independently. Independently. Not saying that he didn't have a lot of other people there, but... I feel like Tyler Perry being the actor, writer, producer, all of that, I feel like there is this element of independence in him where he can think independently for himself. And if he feels like, hey, BET ain't worth no $3 billion, um, that's how he feels. And when he's, whatever he's looking to do, yes, I feel like as Black people we do want to start buying things owning things and owning especially as it relates to our entertainment industry and what we put out right when we aren't in control of these companies then we aren't in control of what is put out and we aren't in control of the influence and the impact that it has on the black community so i can understand tyler perry being the thinker that he is why he would want to obtain bet tyler perry is somebody who don't host his shows on any old platform his TV shows, his movies, they don't get hosted on any old platform. Tyler Perry makes sure that the platform that he's hosting his shit on is valid. So with all of that being said, yes, I understand that there is this aspect of it being... Not like I'm. I'm trying to trying to think of the word. There's this aspect of it being more than just money, 
for him, like it being a statement that, hey, you know what? BET is now owned by a black man. We can now put out what we want to put out as a black, as being a part of like as the black community. However, we can't make foolish decisions, right? It has to, in some way, shape or form, still be profitable at the end of the day. And if he says, by the time I invest three bill, this thing is no longer profitable, then that's a decision he has to make. And that's the one that he made. And I'm going to stand behind Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry has never really made those um, bad decisions that I see other celebrities make. Now, moving on to what Akbar had to say. Akbar said, ain't arguing with Noho who shop at Target. My thing is, Akbar, look, um, ain't nothing wrong with Target. Ain't nothing wrong with Target. But for everybody who like agrees with Akbar and that they're not gonna argue with no ho who shot by Target, please don't argue with me. Don't just just don't do it. Target is my place. Target, you go into Target and like you don't been like, I'm gonna um I'm gonna spend um $30 you walk out and you spend 300 so target target is my spot all right anyway Beyonce has um perfume a new fragrance now anybody who knows me knows that I am a perfume fanatic okay fanatic look um songs were released a lot has been going on in media and what you guys are currently looking at is Beyonce perfume, not songs. You can tell I love me some perfume, so I can't wait to try this um, C Senior or Senior, whatever it's called. It's spelled C-E-N-O-I-R, the new um, Beyonce fragrance. I can't wait to have that right so shout out to Beyonce for definitely taking things in a different direction I feel like it didn't really work out with the other um company that she was working with but I feel like this fragrance is going to work out for her what's that company that she was working with that they recently ended their deal totally forgot the name of the company but hey it was the company, not her, because I can't even remember the company's name. Anyway, um, moving along. Happy birthday, Drake. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday or birthday, whichever day it falls on. Today's October 25th. What day is his birthday? Is it the 24th or the 25th? Hold on, I'm doing my little research. Okay, so it was actually yesterday. I'm doing like Joe Button. I'm looking up his birthday. <laughs> um, anyway, um, he is born October the 24th, 1986. All right. So um, Drake is, he's growing up. He is growing Okay, that makes him 37. I wanted to do the math. So that makes him 37. Drake is growing up. Drake is one of those people who um, I can say has walked this earth with being 
very blessed i feel based on what i've perceived from his life um from an early age he was able to enter into the acting field he was able to cross over to the rapping field to become one of the greatest rappers i don't feel like you see much scandals as it relates to drake people love drake people want to be around him people want to date him people want to be his friend people want to work with him so um Drake doesn't really have too much to worry about. He doesn't, you know. I just want him to continue to push his music career or just push his career um altogether as far as he can take it. All right. So um somebody came up with this list of things that ladies shouldn't do. That that no, not that ladies shouldn't do. So you know, like how um men don't really like if you're looking basically if you're a man looking for a hack on a woman and what to do on the first date um this person wanted to put out a list of things not to do on the first date so let me read it real quick here's a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date and thank you to the ladies who reached out to me to help me with this list First on the list, Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, the movies, your house, any fast food chain, Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, um, a buffet, High Op, Denny's, the gym, church, Starbucks, coffee dates, ice cream dates, family functions, movie night, Netflix, Hulu, somewhere that requires a long drive, bowling, nightclubs, hookah bars, um, a bar just for drinks, Waffle House, and a sports event. All right, listen, listen, listen. Um, These people do not speak for me. Let me just say that. Take me to the Cheesecake factory take me to olive garden take me to ihop take me to you know what we can do we can have some buffalo wild wings after we go to the gym and get a quick workout um or we can go bowling or, hey, you know what we can also do? We can go to the hookah bar. Excuse me? I will never, ever, 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 ever allow the internet to speak for me. Now, if that's what you ladies want and feel like, okay, well, a man shouldn't take you here on the first date, fine, fine, fine. Me, um, hey, fellas, hi, how are you doing? Yeah, you. Um, If you see me like me, what I just said, those lineups, yeah, that's what I like. Um, and another little tidbit, don't take advice from these little things. Find out from your young lady specifically what she wants, what she's looking for, what she wants to do. There are some people, so we just own, so we just own. Let me say something. She take factory, the other lady, lady the other day who refused to um go to Cheesecake Factory. Excuse me. That should have been me. I would have hopped out the car with the quickness hey can i get the the spinach um artichoke dip thingy 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 that y'all have i would have dipped it up i would have got me a long island iced tea and then i would have got me my shrimp scampi excuse me 
and I would have had a wonderful meal. Hey, sir, what's going on with you? Um, I'm not turning down Cheesecake Factory. Let me be clear. Cheesecake Factory currently has my favorite meal, shrimp scampi. No, 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 no. I'm not turning it down because what? I should be going to Ruth Chris. I should be going to somewhere fancier. Like, <sighs> people, get over yourselves. Get over yourselves. It's 2023. Like, reality to people, please. Fuck's sake. Talking about you ain't going, you not getting out the car because you ain't going to no Cheesecake Factory. I sit your ass in the car. I'm going to order me some cheese. Let me tell you something. I don't play. I'm going to order me some Cheesecake Factory and be like, I, um, and I look, like I told you, it's my favorite, my favorite meal right now. I'll order it to go. Eat that shit in your face. I, what do you want to go? Go order. Anyway, moving along, um, Blueface, he, he took a tumble. That's getting out of time, y'all. God damn. I'm Asking out of time, y'all. God damn. <laughs> now, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, of course, you can't see Blueface falling flat on his face. He tumbled down like five to six stairs. Those weren't no mini stairs. That was like a hill, and he went tumbling down according to its on site um some says that it is karma i am a part of the some of them like dude like, you took a tussle um anyway off of blue face let's move on kodak black does an interview with um drink champs now this clip i didn't really understand much of it so i'm not even going to really jump too much into it i just wanted to put you guys on to game that hey he did do indeed do an interview now i'm thinking whether or not i want to sit down with you guys and watch this interview i don't know you know say um We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But if you do want to watch it, um, it is there. Now, Nicki Minaj announces that she has changed the date for Pink now Friday 2. For... It's been changed for some time now behind the scenes. Um, so as you can tell, um, Weezy and... Two chains. They announced their date, and um, and you know how me and Weezy play. He would never do that if that was my album date. So I wanted to make sure you guys were aware of that, because I saw some of you guys questioning that. So I've changed my album date. It will come out on my birthday. I have changed. Your blood clots. Now it's been changed for what? Nikki. Nikki. All right. So, um, for those of you who are wondering 
the album comes out on her birthday, December the 8th. Um, I saw this before, but when I saw it before, I was like, hey, you know what? Um, she's changing a date. I was a little bit um bummed out by that, but I didn't listen to the oops, I didn't listen to the entire thing um that says, hey, it's gonna be on her birthday. So I'm actually a little bit more excited because I feel like in history it being on her birthday, um, Pink Friday 2, going out in history on her birthday is definitely something that is to be celebrated and it does go down in history. And it is one of the things that she can look forward to celebrating on her birthday moving forward, the anniversary of Pink Friday 2 as well. So shout out to Nicki Minaj. She always makes strategic decisions. Now, if there's one thing I know about um, Queen Nikki is that she never makes moves because just for the purpose and the sole purpose of making a move, she makes moves because it there's a reason behind it. So whatever the reason is that has caused the change, I'm pretty sure um, it was very a very important one. And I actually am looking more forward to it now that it's on her birthday, December the 8th. So let's mark that date on our calendars, Pink Friday 2. And you know what? We may even have a listening party on our podcast on her birthday. We'll see when it nears to her birthday. Just to, I don't want to put anything out there just in case there are any more changes you never know what's going on behind the scenes the entertainment industry is a very shaky industry but hey what we can do though is we can look forward to that little wayne project coming out on the day that pink friday 2 was supposed to come out so still something coming out that day so if you had your hopes up you're not going to be completely like left out right so um, according to the Shade Room, women's parents sue Panera after their daughter reportedly died hours after drinking charge lemonade. Excuse me, what? So, according to this um Shade Room post, Panera is a is at the center of a lawsuit involving one of their signature charged lemonade lemonades, the Panera the parents of Sarah Katz are suing the company after their 21-year-old passed away within hours of having the caffeine caffeinated drink. In a statement to at People, the company said it it's investigating the situation. We were very saddened to learn this morning about the tragic passing of Sarah Katz, and our hearts go out to her family. A Panera spokesperson told the outlet at Panera we strongly believe in transparency around our ingredients we will work quiet we sorry not quietly we will work quickly to thoroughly investigate this matter now um, I don't know if this drink is indeed killing people um I just wanted to put it out here I I normally go to Panera for my daughter because she likes the mac and cheese but um Anything else I don't really get, but if you are one of those people wanting to try the charged lemonade, 
I would say no, let's refrain from doing that. And another really awesome lemonade um, that I enjoy is the strawberry lemonade from Wendy's. So you can go ahead and grab that. Um, I haven't died yet. So yeah. Now this is going to be our last post for the day. Now, if you are on the audio podcast, of course, you can't see this, but I want to describe it for you. This is just so you won't miss out. This is Cali, okay? And Cali is serving looks. When I say serving looks, I mean serving looks. Her body is sitting. The tattoos are looking good. The dreads with the beads at the bottom. Ev- look, everything. It's given. N- you are my African queen. Girl of my dreams. Girl of my dreams. You remind me of, you know, that like, like, come on. Callie is just given. She's given it natural beautiful queen okay and I just want to celebrate her one thing I like to do is celebrate beautiful black women um naturally black women not people who have not that cosmetic surgery and 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 shit like that um will stop me from like loving or celebrating a woman but the Megan the Stallions of this world the Callies the people who show black women how to embrace their natural beauty um and things of that sort. So shout out to Callie and that's going to be it for today. Now I hope you guys were able to enjoy today's podcast. Um and let's not forget our um quote of the day. It is again by Mark Manson and he says no one actually knows what the hell they're doing. Everyone is just working off their current best guest. Just keep that in the back of your mind when someone pisses you off today or someone says some shit that just don't make no sense. Um, Just keep that quote of the day in mind. Just a little um, background for those of you who may just be tuning in. Um, This is Chat with KSC. It is a it is a podcast. Now you it, you can see the video podcast on YouTube where you can check me out. Hey, if you're looking at me. Um, and you can also see the different stories and articles as I pull them up and discuss the topics. So you can check that show out on YouTube. But if you're like on the train, in the car, at work, and you don't really care two flips about seeing a visual just check out apple Podcasts or spotify chat with kst i will be there um we have tiktok we have instagram but hey um we're we are new we are new and we're just getting our feet warmed so we're just gonna stick to you know youtube and the podcast platforms for now um Today is October the 25th, and I hope you guys have a productive day. What I'm going to do is I'm about to go get started working after work 
probably unpack some laundry, you know, um, cooking, get some rest and get ready for tomorrow's show. So that's what my day is looking like. Hopefully you guys have an awesome and productive day. Don't scroll on TikTok and Instagram all day. Okay, let's be productive and I'll see you guys tomorrow. It's so nice hanging out with you guys on a daily basis. Honestly, I've grown accustomed to doing it to the point where I don't even want to go. I want to stay with you guys. Like, stay with me. Come, come, come. All right. Um, done with the foolishness. Okay. I'll see you guys. Bye.